0: Welcome to the Living Word Assemblies of God Toronto podcast. As the Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Yes, it is the complete human experience. So relax and re-energize yourself with this powerful word.
1: God is always leading. God is always directing us. God is always merciful. God is always forgiving. I I wish we could just wake up one day and then realize that God has changed his mind and said, okay, now I'm not going to be merciful again. Or I'm not going to be loving again. So we are serving and always God. Can I hear amen? amen. Yeah, we have Deacon Emeritus. as said, I'm going to go here. Deacon Emeritus, you are welcome. You are sitting by Deaconess Emeritus. Okay, so I get excited when I see men and women like that who have laid their lives, laid the foundation for us to come and build on. So we are very grateful and thankful to God. Can I hear amen? amen. So very important. So we started by looking at God, this always God. But on our always series, we, we began on the Mother's Day by looking at always submit. So always submit. And then last week for our baby dedication and for parenting and raising our children and helping them, we looked at always train. And today, because of our business meeting, we want to draw attention to the fact that God has an expectation for us. His expectation is that always we must lead. You see, so we must be leading. Now, one of the things that God did for humanity is that he gave man the authority to lead. He never gave man an authority or to have control over another man. So he created us with the ability to lead. He wants us to be leaders. So today we will look at a few things that will help us to always lead. But I want to draw your attention to the fact that we need to follow the footsteps of God. Because see, God is a leading God. So we'll look at some leading examples. You know, our leading examples are many. We will look at it. But, But let's begin by reminding ourselves of this Chinese proverb. I like Chinese proverbs. This is one of them. It says, when you see a good man, Think of emulating him. But when you see a bad man, examine your heart. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this glorious day. We thank you for this series. We pray that as we embark on this series, Lord, open the eyes of understanding. Lord, instead of focusing on others and looking at all the bad things that others have done and they are doing, we pray that you help us to look at us. And to look at what you have deposited in us and to look at the grace that you have endowed us with, and look at the expectation that you have for us, so we can humbly, humbly submit ourselves to you and trust you, God, to bring out the best in us. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Can I hear amen? Always lead. That is God's expectation. You know, with, with a Chinese proverbs, it's very interesting because see, sometimes. We always want to look at what others are doing wrong. What others are not doing right. And then we forget to look at ourselves. Other leadership leaders, leadership authorities have said. No, the greatest person to lead is not the people. But the, neither is it the world. Not politicians. But the greatest person to lead is you. If you have the ability to lead you. And you lead yourself very well you will succeed. You can lead others. If you are able to lead yourself well, you can lead others. So, 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 so we want to realize that God has asked us to lead. He has asked you to lead you and lead you well. You know, lead you in terms of your character, in terms of your behavior, in terms of your speech, in terms of your relationship. God wants you to learn how to lead yourself well so you can be, so you can be a good leader and therefore lead others also well. But if you don't lead yourself well, you can't lead your husband well. You can't lead your children well. And when you come to the church, you can't lead well. When you go to your workplaces, you can't also lead well. So the, the fundamental thing is for you to, to recognize that you are being created and, and born. Is it born, lead, born, whatever? Created to, to be a leader and you are a leader. But when we talk about leadership, don't look around and then think about the titles and positions that other people have. We, we will look at what, what true leadership is. But the key thing I want you to take home today is that I want you to know that there is an expectation that God has for you, that God has for me, and that great expectation is for me to learn to lead myself very well. And it's for you to also learn to lead yourself very well because, the, because your height, your success, your progress, your everything, the blessings, the abundance of God's blessing upon your life is determined by how effective, how efficient, how you lead yourself in all areas of your life. Can I hear amen? Yes. All right, so leaders ask questions. There are so many questions, and, 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 I, and I like it in this slide. You know, they ask questions, and some of the questions are, how can I gain the trust of others? How can I do it? What what, what is the most important relationship that I have? Okay, whom should I equip? Who can I help? Who can I empower? How can I inspire others to excel? How can I do that? How can I grow as a leader? And how does attitude influence leadership? I'm I'm very pleased and glad because today in our Sunday school, In our Sunday school classes, we studied about God's intent for us and the fact that God has called all of us. All of us are not called to be preachers, but all of us are called to be ministers. And God has gifted all of us. So based on our giftings, we can serve God in every area and in different areas. We need to do it. One of the things that I like very much, sometimes I pick up the words, and I like to find the meaning in the word. Now, sometimes you can go to the dictionary and find a meaning, like what is the meaning of leadership? What, what does it mean to lead? But I want you to look at the word lead, and the word lead has four letter words. So four letter words is L and E and then an A and then D. That is lead. And I'm trying to say, what is it in this world? You can have different ways. I have so many words, two, three, four, five different kinds. But, but I think what I, what, what I looked at was, was this one, and I want you to get it. But from the Sunday school, there were some few questions that came that we started our lesson with. And these are some of them. One of them is, what is the purpose for leadership gifts in the church? What, what is the purpose for that? What does the work of the ministry in, in the church? What or who does the work of the ministry in the church? See, so as a church, who is who is expected to do the work of the ministry? Is it the pastor? Is it the deacons? Is it the leaders? You no, know, sometimes. We come to church and because we hire the pastor, we think that we have hired the pastor to do the work. While in scripture, you hire the pastor to equip you, to empower you to do the work of the ministry. So the work of the ministry is done by the congregation, not by the pastor. The role of the pastor is to equip you, is to empower you, is to teach you, is to help you discover your gift so you can use it to ensure that the kingdom of God advances. Look at your neighbor and tell him, you are the you are a minister. Tell your person you are a minister. And then look at the person and thank him for ministry. So thank him. So Pastor says I should thank you for ministry. Amen. So if you are not doing it from today, do it. Can I hear amen? So look at it carefully. And where, where, where do those who do not have a gift of leadership fit in in the church? Those who see themselves as they don't have a gift of leadership, where do they fit in in the church? That you fit in somewhere. You have to find your place and serve. Can I hear amen? All right. So in, in, in leadership, it is very important for us to recognize that God has called us to lead. So we must lead. So I was looking at the word lead. Am I right? Alright, so this, this is what I came up with. I said, any person who is leading, or who is leading, I, I didn't add the ING, but who is leading must lead. And for you to lead, you must pick up these four words and put it in your spirit. Number one, you have to be somebody who loves. So the L is love. Because if you don't have love for God, and you don't have love for people, you cannot lead people, especially difficult people. Because you will definitely meet difficult people, hard people in life. But your role is to lead. And and the expectation of God for me and for you is not just for us to lead people that we like. You know, sometimes we like when everybody says, but yeah, yeah, from everybody doesn't help you advance. No, you need to sit around the table with people who think different from you. The fact that they think different from you does not mean that they're against you. But, but the fact that they think different means that you, you need everybody around the table so together you can fulfill the mission. Can I hear amen? So, it's, it's so L, it means love. So, love, love. And we are living word. So, living word, what we who, who, why are we here? Living word, who are we? We love, we do what? We live and we do what? Are we rich? So if you're not loving, then you are not a liver. You understand who a liver is? A liver is a living word member. So every living word member is a liver. So if you're a liver, you love, you live, and you reach. What do we mean? You love God. You love God and you love people. So learn to love people and live it out. What do we as the, the next word is what? No, no, lead. So L is and then the next one. is E. So E, e means if you are leading, then you are empowering. No, you know, sometimes we mistake leadership. We think because we are in leadership, we are supposed to be doing things. Now, if you're a leader and you are doing things, you are not the leader. Uh, that's why it's very sad. Like, we look at African businesses. When the owners and founders of the businesses die, the businesses most of the time dies with them. So, so they, are not, they are not leaders. They are owners. So, they die with the things they own. So, they are owners. They are not leaders, they are managers. No, they manage whatever they have until they die. It goes with them. But if you're a leader, you look around, you select people around you, the next generation, and empower them. And help, make sure that you are empowering them. You are showing them, you are opening the eyes. I know there are thousand and one reasons why you don't want to do that. No, what, about, what about when I do that and then they take my business? What about when I do that and then they steal from me? What about when they do that and then they also go and open one? You know. So, so, so we have thousand and one and reasons why, why we wouldn't do it. But, but let me tell you, we are in North America. We're in North America. But in North America, it, it, is, it is, you look around, you lift up your eyes, you look around, look at all the thousands and millions of businesses, and look at the ones that are striving. They are the ones that overcame those kind of challenges. Because, see, whatever God gives you is unique with you. Other people can do what you are doing, but they cannot do it like the way you do it. That is why, that is why, uh, uh, that's why McDonald's, they all do beggar. But McDonald's is different from beggar King. And sometimes you choose McDonald's from Beggar King or choose Beggar King from McDonald's. So you have to look at yourself and recognize that you are unique, you are distinct, you are special. Don't be afraid of what others will do against you, but be content with what God has given to you and do it with all your heart. Look at your neighbor and tell him, you you can't remain the same in this church. Tell your neighbor. Amen. Are you happy you came to church? Are you happy you are a member of living Word? Yeah, because the way we are going, we need some of you to begin to break off from those limiting beliefs, from those negative tendencies, and push ahead. Can I hear amen? So, when you are not doing these things, you are not leading, when you are not loving, when you are not empowering, you have to look for somebody. That is why I told you last week that the month of June and July, for all of us, pastor, uh, pastors, leaders, the core team leaders, the, all the leaders, we are taking upon ourselves. We wouldn't have midweek Bible studies. We won't have Friday prayer meeting. The only time we will meet is at the end, the last Friday of the month where we have half night where all of us will gather here. So somebody says, so pastor, what will we do? We'll be going out there and empowering. Jesus said, go and make disciples. There are so many of you, you come here. We've been here for five years, six years, ten years. We don't even know where you live. We don't even know what to do. So I've, so I've asked all my leaders. Begin from your core team. Go out there. Don't assume that we know them. Just go out there. And even sometimes I take myself. and I take my board. Like I have my board members. All I know is that we gather together and then we have our board meetings. Well, you can ask them. Some of them I don't even know where they live. This is not church. But sometimes we don't care but God is impressing upon my heart that is not church because church is not just the building it is the people So I will do my part in the life of the leaders. The leaders will do their part in the lives of the members. And then together we will go out there and then build ourselves. The Bible says that the church grew. God added to the church. Not that the church was sitting down and God was adding. The Bible says they gathered together in a group like this. Lifted up their hands in holy worship. And then they met from home to home. From house to house. And the Bible says that from the house to house, God added to the church. If we want the church to grow, we cannot but go out. If not, we we'll remain like this and we'll think that this is the will of God. This is not the will of God. Can I hear amen? amen. There are thousands of people perishing, people going to hell. Even if we believe that God has called us to reach out to Ghanaians. There are so many Ghanaians who do not fear God, love God, do not go to church. Even here in this community, how do we reach out to them? Look at your neighbor and tell him, you are now going to do church. I think I need to come up with another series and caption the church, not the way you think. Amen. And I'm sure when Jesus comes right now, he'll be surprised about the things we call church. Eh? Okay, so go out there and empower all of you, all the leaders, departmental leaders. Call it, go out there, get, connect with your people. So it's going to be throughout the week, You call, those that will be available, you take them out, Tim Hortons, whatever, Rita's Kitchen, wherever. Or you can go to your homes, invite them to your houses. That is what the leaders, we the leaders are going to do with you. So when we call you, listen, respond. Amen. So some of you, I'm sure you are hearing, oh, I see. So past time, the leaders, they are now coming to connect with us and come to our homes. My home, my home is not nice. Then what, you make sure your home is nice. But remember, we are not coming to look at your home. We are coming because of you. And we are not, and we are not saying when you come, you have to give us moth or super moth or give us rice or bankuno. It's, it's connection, it's relationship. If you want us to meet outside or Tim Hortons or whatever, it will be on our ticket. So don't worry. No, we want to make sure that we want you to know that we care about you. It's not that we want to just come to church and give you a titan offering and then go home. And we don't care about what happens to you for the rest of the week. That is not church. Look at your neighbor and tell him you have to pray for Pastor. Amen. So love and power. Then the A is attitude. Attitude is the difference maker. Attitude is everything. Positive attitude. Cultivate and develop. So if you are not, if you're not somebody who has a positive attitude, you are not leading. You know, you are just destroying things. I pray. So look at it very carefully. God created you. Look, when you go to Genesis chapters 1 and 2, I didn't put it in my slide. But in Genesis 1 and 2, God created man and woman. And God gave them authority. He gave them dominion. He said, take dominion over everything. You no, know, God did not say, Adam, have dominion over Eve. Eve, have dominion over Adam. That's the only thing God did not do. But God said, man, have dominion over everything, over creation, over the animals, over everything. God said, do that. And sometimes most of us, we confuse who we are in the sight of God by the roles that God has given to us because of our gifts. So, for example, I tell those who come for premarital counseling, and by the way, thank you for praying, because this year, we are trusting God to bless a lot of marriages. Amen. Yeah, we are, we are trusting God. And the comfort is very busy, but she has to be busy. Can I hear amen? <laughs> All right. That's awesome. You know, so we, we look at, God telling us, go out there, have dominion. The only thing God did not do was to put man in dominion over each other. Are you getting my point? So we confuse, most of us, we confuse the, the image of God in us versus the roles that we play. So for example, the pastor and the senior pastor in this church. My position as a senior pastor does not make me a better human being than you who come to church. You see, so maybe you have your own company. You have your own business. Okay, the fact that you have your own company or business, and and therefore you are the CEO of your company, does not make you a better person or a more important person than the cleaner in your company. You know, sometimes we we, we, we misplace it. And that's why sometimes most of us fail. We fail to excel. We fail to achieve greatness. Look at your neighbor and tell him we have been created in the image of God. So treat us, treat us like that. Can I hear amen? So the last one. So when you are leading, the word lead, the last one is deploy. You, know, you, you, you need to have the ability to empower others, to cultivate a positive attitude and then to release them to go out there and do the work. For the past month, the news I've been hearing, and some of the people who went to Bible school with just dying. Just yesterday, I heard the news that one of my Bible school mates, I mean, he was an elderly person who joined us on the path to go to Bible college. And he just passed away. You know, Pastor Bonfu called me today and then was reminded, I said, yeah, I got it on our platform because the Bible school, our class, you know. Me too, I'm, I'm growing because I finished Bible school I think about 21 years ago. Eh, I me mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah. so, so, my mate has passed away. And so, when I think about it, I, I ask myself, so what do I need to do? Because whether you like it or not, you'll die. So, when you die, what do you want people to say about you? See, God, that's why God has called us to lead. He's called us to lead. So, when you are leading, you are loving God, you are loving people, you are you are also empowering people, which so means you are looking out for people, empowering them. And then you are you are building up a positive attitude to those people. And then you are willing to, to deploy people. In other words, to release people, to go and fulfill their destinies. Sometimes, you know, as a church, we want. Every member, we wish, we wish that everybody who comes here will come here, will give birth to you, you will be giving birth to here, we will bless you, you will grow up, you will go to school, and then you will stay here till you die. So sometimes it's not like that. That's why all of you are here. If your parents had kept you in Ghana and you told them, oh, oh no, I'm, I've got a visa, I want to go, and they tell you, no, no, you can't. Even with a visa, you can't go, you have to stay here. And you had stayed there, you wouldn't be here. So you have to be willing to release our children too. Look at your neighbor and tell you it's a this, this, this hard time for you to deploy. To deploy. Tell your friend. Amen. Alright, so look at it carefully. So let's, let's move on. Let's get, this is my own definition for you. So let's look at what true leadership is. Okay. I know some of you have been around me. You know my mentor is John Maxwell. So don't worry. Let me quote from him. In his book, The Five Levels of Leadership, he gives us a definition of what a true leader is. And I agree with him. So true leadership. True leadership isn't about having a certain job. True leadership isn't about having a title. It's not about position. True leadership is about investing in people. True leadership is about building relationships and inspiring them. True leadership is about achieving results and building a team. A team that produces. A team that that gets results. True leadership is about helping people develop their own skills to become leaders themselves. So that is what true leadership is. You get around people and you desire to help them become better. True leadership. True leaders, uh, 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 true leaders who have skill and dedication can reach the pinnacle of leadership, extending their influence on the benefit of others, creating true leaders following behind. It was John Maxwell who said, if you're a leader, and you are, you, are go, you are traveling, and you turn your back, and there's nobody following you, then you are not a leader. You are just taking a trip. So you have to really take note of it. So we, I, I want us to look at God our lead example, or oh, oh God as our example leader. But before I come to that, I want to spend time looking at the scriptures there under God, I want you to remember that Moses too is our lead example. God called him and told Moses, he said, Moses, lead my people from Egypt to the promised land. Lead them. He gives them the vision to a particular destination. Moses was about to die, and in Joshua, Moses said, Anoint my servant, okay, Joshua, to continue. So Joshua is also our example of our lead example. So he led, he guided us, he he guided God's people. Okay, moved them from where Moses left off. He continued. And it's not just that, but in the Bible, we find men and women. And I like Deborah and Barak. I like Deborah. You know, Deborah, when the men are afraid, the women step up. And, and Ghana, those of us are from Ghana, we have a typical story. Okay. Yeah. When the men were hiding in the bushes. So if the men, you will not rise up, the women will rise up. And I'm praying for, thank God, as is living well, we are not too bad. Our children's pastor, he said, so if you will not do it, they will come. And then God wants you as a leader to lead. And that is here. You know, families of today and tomorrow, yeah. Lead it. You can do it. But let's spend some time today. And then let me just give you some few scriptures that will help you understand what God, our leader, our lead example is. So Exodus 13, 21 to 22. The Bible says, by day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. So that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. You see, God is our leader. He's telling us whether in darkness or in, or in light. In other words, if you are leading, you lead in all seasons of life. So you rejoice with those who are rejoicing. And then with those who are going to struggle and pain, you stand with them. That, that's what it is, leadership. That's not the only thing, but there's an emphasis in Deuteronomy 32, 12. The Bible says, the Lord alone led him. No foreign God was with him. God alone led him. And, And Nehemiah emphasized, reminded the people of Israel about the leadership of God. And this is what he said. In Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 19 to 21, he said, because of your great compassion, you did not abandon them in the wilderness. God will not abandon you. No, you didn't hear what I said. No matter where you are in life, no matter where you are going through, I have come here to remind you that, you see, your father may forget you. Sometimes your pastor may even forget you. But God will never lift up your right hand and just thank God for his leadership over your life. Lift up your right hand and thank God for his unceasing leadership over your life. Because see, with him on your side, you can conquer, you can excel, you can succeed. Just thank him for his leadership over your life. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your leadership over over our lives in Jesus' name. Can I hear amen? This is what Nehemiah is saying. He says, by day, the pillar of cloud did not fail to guide them on their path, nor the pillar of fire by night to shine on the way, on, on, on the way they were to take. You gave your good spirit to instruct them, Nehemiah emphasizes. You did, you did not withhold your manna from their mouth, and you gave them water for their thirst.'" For 14 years, you sustained them in the wilderness. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out, nor did their feet become swollen. This is the mighty God. When he leads and he guides you, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil. If God is on your side, who can be against you? Lift up your right hand and thank him one more time. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give him praise one more time. Give him praise one more time. Thank him one more time. Give him praise one more time. Father, we thank you and bless you. In Jesus' name, can I hear amen? Amen. So when I'm talking about always lead, I'm not just talking. up. I'm just not illustrating with the lives of people. I'm illustrating with the life of God. He's an always God. Always leading, always guiding. So when you lift up your eyes and nothing seems to work, lift up your eyes to the hills, lift up your eyes to God and cry unto him, he will help you. Can I hear Amen. Jeremiah 30, 31, nine. he emphasized it uh, for the people in, in captivity. He says, they will come with weeping. They will pray as I bring them back. I will lead them beside streams of water on a level path where they will not stumble. Because I am Israel's father. And Ephraim is my firstborn. God is your father. Even in captivity, this was when they were in captivity. Jeremiah was reminding them that this God is your leader. Make him so. It's not I like Song of Solomon, Songs of Songs. And the songs of Songs is not just about love songs and love stories. It is it, about the relationship between God and His people. And I like this. So don't worry. When we go there, don't think about marriage. And the men don't think about anything, okay? Just squeeze the hand of your wife or your husband and tell them this is God leading us. <laughs> Amen. Song of Solomon, 8 and 2. The Bible says, I will lead you and bring you to my mother's house. This is figurative. She who has taught me, I will give you spiced wine to drink, the nectar of my pomegranates. No, God, God says, I will give you the best that I have. Okay, husbands, don't read me, listen to it. Go, go to the house and then be a good husband. Isaiah chapter forty. Isaiah reminds God's people one more time. So, we are talking about God. This God is not always God who is leading. Isaiah 40, 10 to 11. See, the Bible says, the sovereign Lord comes with power and he rules with a mighty arm. See, his reward is with him and his recompense accompanies him. He turns his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lamb in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. God is your leader. So, don't, don't, don't forget about him. If, if it means he, he, he has to candle you, carry you, lift you up, and put you on, on the, close to his heart, he will do it. Can I hear? Amen. Amen. Look, look at it very carefully. are still looking, emphasizing God, uh, God, our lead example. So let him be your lead example. Let, let, let him be the one who is leading you, who is guiding you. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 16. I like it. Isaiah, the major prophet. He says, I will lead the blind by the ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar path I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. So even if you're blind, if you don't know where to go, if you don't know where to turn, please lift up your voice and look to God. If you can't even overcome that challenge, that struggle, just look to God. God says, this is what I will do. May that be your portion. May that be your portion. Because sometimes I find it, you know, I find it very difficult. Because as a Pastor, you, you, you know, you, as much as you love your people, you pray for them, you care for them, you trust God for their life, you, you, you can't be with them everywhere they are. So you have to encourage them and empower them to go to the one who can be with them wherever they are so that they can win the victory. Look at your neighbor and tell me you need to know that God is your leader. Isaiah chapter 49 verse 10. The Bible says, they will neither hunger nor thirst, nor will the desert heat or the sand beat down on them. He he who has compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water. God will lead you beside them. God will do. Amen. Come faith, but God will do. Are you happy you came to church? Are you sure? Isaiah 63 verse 14, the Bible says, little cattle... Like cattle that go down to the plain, they were given rest by the Spirit of the Lord. May the Spirit of the Lord give you rest. This is how you guided your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Now, the, the reason God will guide you is because he wants to make for himself a glorious name. Yeah, he wants to make for himself Because when you succeed, God has succeeded. How many of you watched the dedication building of the Assemblies of God headquarters in Ghana? It was stream live. How many of you? Had the, uh, had the opportunity to watch it, or you heard about it. Oh, oh none of you. You're not following a sense of God news. Oh. Okay, when you go Google it, live on Facebook. The general superintendent from the U.S. was the one who went to help, to dedicate. The president couldn't go, so Alain Chamantin was there to represent the president. But I like what the general superintendent for the U.S. said. He gave us three things. He said, look, for the church to thrive and to advance, for us to lead the church well, number one, we have to make sure that our church, the church is based on the Bible. We are biblical. Amen? Yeah, and that is, and that is what, that's what I'm doing. Don't worry. I mean, There are other people who want to do what they want to do, but I want to direct you to the one who can lead you. Can I hear amen? amen. Scripture. So trust him to lead you. Number two, we have, because we are Pentecostals, we have to be spirit-led. We have to be spirit-filled, not just people who talk tongues, and then we live evil lives. The Holy Spirit baptism is not just limited to speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is a person. So you know He's in your life. He's leading you. He's guiding you. He's directing you. Can I hear amen? And then He said the last thing. He said the church cannot but focus also on the next generation. And that is that is my heart cry. And that's what I've been praying about. And I'm praying that one of our children will come and say, Pastor, God is calling me. I want to do God's work. I, instead of going to, yeah. yeah." So we can lift them, we can encourage them, we can move them to the next level. Because they have to come and take over and continue. Can I hear amen? So parents, when you are talking to your children, don't just tell them oh, go and do nursing and then you'll make more money. Tell them go and do the work of God. Yeah, you parents can influence them. I know it was tough. I know it's tough for parents. Because it was tough for my mother. Well, <laughs> <coughs> uh, especially when you finish, you finish school and you're able to go to Abrochile. And then you are in abroad, and everybody knows Abrochile is the, is the main thing. And then you are in Abrochile and God speaks to you and says, go back. And then you wake up, you don't tell anybody. And then before they realize you are there sometime. <laughs> and then your mother asks you, what are you coming to do here sometime? And then you tell, and then you tell those of you who don't understand sometimes Those of you are sitting by them in to them. You know. And then you tell them God says I should go to Bible school. And mother said, hey, hey. But today I'm sure she's happy, she did. Yeah. So anytime I call her, she said, I said, I'm a It means we are praying and we are fasting for you. Can I hear amen? Yeah, very important. Now we need the next generation. We can't do it. And that's why we are doing everything possible to make sure that we raise. Because for us to touch and reach out to the next generation, we need the next generation to reach their own. So when you are talking to your children, let them know they can be missionary pastors. They can be nurses and be missionaries. They can, they can do all those things. Can I hear amen? amen? Thank you very much for doing it, parents. Because I can see some of you are doing it already. <laughs> Amen. All right. Let me give you the last scripture. So you don't say, oh, today Pastor stayed in the Old Testament. Revelation chapter 7. Revelation chapter 7. So God, God has given us assurance. He's leading us. He's our lead. Okay. Revelation chapter 7 and verse 17. Look at it. The Bible says, For the Lamb at the center, the Lamb at the center of the throne, will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. No, God is your leader. So, he's leading you from where you are and he will lead you into eternity. And wipe away every tear. Can I hear amen? Trust him. What did I say? I'm just. Yeah, trust him. So, finally, what we have, if you have seen that God is your leader, what I want you to know is that you must also be our example leader. You must be. 1 Timothy two. Paul writing to the church, or writing to his son Timothy, admonishing him for what he should do, told him, he says, pray, this is what I want you to do. You know, for kings and all those in authority that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. In other words, what Paul is saying is that you as believers lead yourselves well. Yeah, lead yourselves well. Don't be troublemaker fighting here and there. No, live quiet lives, godly lives. At your workplaces, let people know that you are are being led by God. Lead yourself well. Can I hear amen? Why did he say so? Look at it. Look at the verse 2. I don't know whether they are the verse 2. But look at the verse 2. It says, this is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Two things. The reason you must lead yourself well, wherever you are, at your workplace, in your home, is that God has an agenda and a purpose for you. Because he wants all men to be saved. How can all men get saved if we only stay in the church, in this church building? No, it be wherever you are. Live your life well. Lead yourself well. Let God lead you well, so that when others see you, they will desire to be saved and then they will desire to live by the truth. Look at your neighbor and tell him, God has an assignment for you. Can I hear amen? Amen. So what I want you to do today is that I want you to, like we learned in the Sunday school, let us commit our time, commit our effort to seek the Lord. No, This year we are seeking God's face. Seeking. Pray the prayers. Set times aside for yourself. Study the scriptures. You have it all in the sick book. Please take it, take advantage of it. Don't let other people take advantage and you will sit down because you are around the man of God. So you don't see the value of it. Take it and read it. Study it read through the Bible. Okay, what do we mean? So, what we mean for seeking God is that we want you to love God, we want you to work with Him. So live the word, want you to help others to do likewise, and that is reaching the world. He said, so do it and help others to do it. We, 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 all of us must walk with him. We must do his will. We must follow his leading. We must experience the joy of the spiritual growth and maturity. We must do it. Can I hear amen? So this morning and this afternoon, God wants us to remind ourselves that he created us to be leaders. Okay? And he doesn't want you To go around pointing the thousand and one wrongs, reasons why you can't lead somebody. God is saying, look at me. I am your leader. And then you focus and concentrate on leading yourself well. In godliness, in holiness, in humility, in wisdom. So he looks at it and then he gives us all those. So give us Ephesians chapter number four. We'll end with that. Because some people want to go home. Ephesians chapter four. We'll read all, but we'll pick up maybe a few verses. I think we have them on our our slide, right? As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. I urge you as you live here. You know, I urge you, live a life that is worthy of your calling. God has called you, number two. He said, be completely, so these are the characteristics. Be completely humble, okay, and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Next one. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Make every effort. You see, as long as it lies in your power, please make sure that there is peace wherever you are. Amen. Yeah. Unless you get to a point where you raise for that, it's not under your control because the person is in control. Then it's not your fault. Can I hear amen? Verse four. Thank you there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. So the rest, when you go home, read it. But I don't want you to forget this. Always lead means always lead yourself well. Because God is the one leading you. Shall we pray? Lift up your voice and thank God for today. Thank God for his word. Thank God for his faithfulness towards us. Thank God for his goodness towards us. Thank God for his loving kindness towards us. Thank him and bless him in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, Lord. We give you all the honor, Lord. We give you all the thanks, Lord. In Jesus' name. If you are in our service today, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I want to give you the opportunity. You know, God is willing to lead you. Yeah, he's willing to lead you. He will lead you through the dry waters, lead you to the valleys, lead you. He will give you victory. If God is the one leading you, he will give you the victory. So lift up your voice. If you don't know Jesus, your Lord and personal Savior, today is your first time of coming, worshiping with us. You can lift up your voice and say, Lord Jesus, I have been leading myself all these years. Lord, today, I want you to lead you. I submit myself to you. Lead me. I surrender to you, Lord. Lead me. Lord, forgive me for leading myself. I hand over my heart. I hand over my mind. I hand over my life. Lord, lead me. Because I know you are the best person who can lead me. Lead me in the path of righteousness. Lead me towards the spring waters. Lead me, oh God, lead me, lead me. Because when you lead me, I will lack nothing. Lift up your voice and pray. If you haven't ever surrounded your life to Jesus, pray that prayer. Today, quietly, silently. Don't worry about who is sitting by you, sitting beside you, in front of you. Just lift up your voice and talk to Him. And then, number two, those of us who are Christians already, We know that we are are Christians, but we are not allowing God to lead us. I want us to re-dedicate and commit our lives together and say, Lord, from now onwards, Lord, lead us and help me to be a leader always, to lead myself always very well. Lift up your voice and pray and ask God for the grace, the grace to allow him to lead you and the grace for you to lead yourself well. To lead yourself very well. Ask God for that grace. Ask God for that insight. Ask God for that direction. Ask God for that grace. In the name of Jesus, ask him, ask him for that grace. 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 The grace to lead. The grace to be led by him. The grace to lead yourself well. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name. Mazuda Katiya debro bazutaka. La balekitolobro bazondi, Lambra baziliki tay. In the name of Jesus. Lead me oh, Thank
0: you for your time. We pray that this message will continue to be a blessing in your life. Please visit us at livingwordag.org or whenever you are in the greater Toronto area, Ontario, Canada. This podcast is made possible through your generous donations. God bless you and keep you. Join us again soon.